This is Jim, and welcome to Second Chance Moped Podcast. And we are back in the basement. I'm going stir crazy because it's Minnesota. It's wintertime. I'm dealing with ice dams. I want to kill my contractor who put the roof on my house because, anyways, mopeds are great. Mopeds make me happy. Uh, I work like 60-some hours this week. I am actually excited about the zero swap meet. So if you're not going to it, you're going to miss out. I am not driving there this year. I'm flying because uh, I got a $105 round trip. How is that possible? I don't know. But it is. So with the miracle of science and magic and wizardry, it is. Um, But, yeah, I'm recording on an off day because I can and whatever. Um, I have been hitting people up on the to come on the show for – I don't know, three years. And like a few people I hit randomly up. And this is one of those random people I hit up. Um, I know nothing about him other than he was a part of the old guard. And I saw a show that he was on that was silly because <laughs> it was um just, yeah, it was just a cool deal. But um, I'm just going to have my guest introduce himself. He's going to say who he is, what gang affiliation, and where he's at now. So why don't you introduce yourself? We did zero prep, you guys. Yeah, hey, what's up? It's Chance <laughs> of the uh, Hell Satan's Moped Gang. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, where are you at these days, Chance? Philadelphia. Ah, the, the old Philly. Um, so, Chance, <laughs> so, and I said I was going to tell you a story. Um, I went to a scooter ride actually in Minnesota two years ago because I did Baker's when it was going on last year. But so I put my I had to put my email in for some reason. I said, "Oh, it's second chance." And they some girl asked me, "Are you Chance?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" Well, I knew a Chance who rode mopeds years ago. I'm like, "No, different." And I figured they might have been referencing you because how many people are named Chance in the whole scene? One, and that's you. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. I think that was actually right around the time I DM'd you on Moped Army. So, like you said, you check it once a year, and that was probably when I hit you up. But um, Chance here on Second Chance, a moped podcast, we go through people's moped journey. I eat the very first time they ever saw a moped to, you know, the initial ride, smile ride, middle part, and what it's like today. So, Chance, let me ask you this. What was your very first memory of seeing a moped, not necessarily getting on, but you can conceptually know that was a moped. I guess there's a couple things that come to mind. Um, there's the, I'm going to go with second. I'm going to describe the second uh, most memorable time first, and then I might touch on the first one. But uh, All right, dude. A friend of mine got like a scooter. We were all like, you know, fucking... 20 years old, broke as fuck. Somebody got a scooter for like a hundred bucks, 50 bucks or something like that. And we knew this like crazy Romanian immigrant that like fixed stuff. And he kind of like, you know, helped us fix it or whatever. And, uh, and you know, we were riding that thing around. I was like, Holy shit. This is like, I was in the bicycles, you know? And I was like, Holy shit, this is a lot of fun. You know, riding the scooter <laughs> around, like just twist the throttle and you go. And it's just, it felt so good and invigorating. It was something that I've always wanted and didn't know existed really. Like, I mean, I knew they existed, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't know it was something that I needed in my life. And then, uh, but I was like, damn, this thing's fucking ugly. It looks like a toilet, you know? So, <laughs> you know, but I was like, whatever, I don't care. It's fucking feels cool. And that's what matters, you know? Yeah. Um, but, um, and what city was this in? Where are you at? Cause a, I know Rich, Richmond, Virginia. Okay. But before that, I was in uh, Gloucester County, Virginia, and we used to all hang out in this burnt down shed in the woods, like half burnt down um, trailer, but we called it the shed, but it was like a trailer that was half burnt down. We had couches in there, um, a kerosene heater, and we would just like drink beers and smoke weed and get fucked up in this fucking trailer in the woods and burn tires and shit. But there was like it was like kind of like a junkyard back there and there was like old mopeds like sticking out of the fucking mud and shit, you know, and they were all like <laughs> littered around there, but I wasn't really privy to what, 
you know, what, what that was or what was going on at the time, but they were around then. And I revisited it later when I was hip to uh, mopeds and I was like, damn, look at this. There's that there, you know, it's like a, Oh, a Gorelli super sport. Oh, a fucking blah, blah. There was a track Dalen there mm-hmm. sticking out of the, and at the time when we got in the, um, we were into mopeds. There wasn't, you couldn't go online and buy performance parts. There was one, no. There was one place to do it, but it was in the Netherlands or something. It was 50cc.net or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and dude. So, that's I hear that all the time, like from the old guard, like just yeah, the old 50cc.nl or .net or whatever, dude. That's fucking rad. So when we went back to, I, I took some of my friends, other Hell Satan's people, back to this trailer. We used to fucking smoke weed and huff paint in in the fucking woods. <laughs> because they thought it was hilarious that I used to do this. And uh, we went back there and checked it out and we pulled up, there's a track day limb sticking out of the mud. And my buddies were like, Oh shit, there's the day limb. They got the day limb intake on it. And it was a 14 millimeter stock intake where a lot of bikes didn't have, you know, 14 millimeter intakes. They were 12 millimeters. So like, yeah, instead of taking a 12 millimeter and dremeling it out, making it bigger, which what we did sometimes, you know, we would just like, we were like, Oh shit. And we grabbed this and it's a straight intake. There's not any right angles in it. So it's better flow. So it was like a cool performance part that we could grab off of this pile of shit sticking mm-hmm. out of the mud. Um, yeah. So that's like. First kind of- memories of the, uh, mopeds. So let me ask you this. You're already, you're already hanging out with these guys. Um, how did how did the hell satans even form like how did you guys even like like i i'm i don't know shit about them like i know a little bit because like i'm friends with jason and thomas and some of the rva crew like the gen two or three but like how did you guys even come to be were you like i know you got i know like pat was a skater and a lot of you guys were skaters but like educate me well, yeah, there was a core group of them already when I started hanging out with them. So they were already like together. But of course, it was just like a dumb joke thing. Like, mm, oh, no yeah. one, I mean, it always not that it was always a dumb joke, but we didn't we never took ourselves seriously or anything. But like it was um, just more of a stupid fun thing that was funny to us, you know, but like we we thoroughly enjoyed riding the bikes, but like as far as like being a gang or a crew, it was just like funny to do that because it's like we're it's mopeds how fucking you know, how tough it could should that be, be silly, dude, because we're riding yeah. children's toys. Like yeah, it yeah. should so, all be a joke. So there was already like like I said, there was already a, a group together. Um there was like five people or so um before I started hanging out with them and then they were like i was like damn what are these things these things are cool they're like that scooter that i rode but they're not fucking ugly as shit you know mm-hmm. and they're like yeah you gotta you gotta get one of these mopeds you know so i was like all right cool so then i was on the hunt um, how hard was it to locate like a running one at least because like you said there wasn't a lot of places to get performance parts or probably even new old stock parts at that point like uh, what man. year was this i'm i'm a weird dude about timelines and stuff I would say this is like 2002, one or two. Yeah, dude, that's cool. Like, yeah. Something like that. Um, And like I said, these guys already, I think it was still kind of new for them, but they were like, you know, had some bikes. They, you know, I don't know exactly like how that started, but it was very new when I got involved. Um, But um, so Pat, like, knew how to like clean a carburetor or like you know figured some shit out like that so like Mm -hmm. you know whenever like that happened or whenever they would find a bike they would like clean the carburetor and if it didn't work then they were like threw it in a parts pile or like somebody broke down they would clean the carburetor if that didn't help it (laughs) then they kind of threw it in a parts pile (laughs) and um they um they got they went to some auction I forgot I forgot the story. It sucks that I don't remember this, but there was some big auction in I want to say North Carolina or something like that that I believe somebody... it might have been this is this is a story like of moped lore. Like I believe it might have been in Columbia, South Carolina. Um Yeah, that sounds right. And there yeah, was like, like a barn or a something like tractor trailers full of mopeds and they were selling like Magnum Limiteds by the tens. You know, they're like yeah. here's a 
a lot of 10 derbies, you know, yeah. 50 bucks. And then no one would bid on it and they'd be like 40 bucks. And then somebody would bid on it. And that <laughs> here's a white, like, here's a white Cobra. Yeah. Yeah. No, literally we got a white, we had a white Cobra back then and it came yeah. from that place and it was literally $30. <laughs> it was beautiful. It, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was like in great shape. Um, but yeah, seriously, like Derby's, like yeah. Magnum Limiteds, all this stuff. There was Chris from Moped Warehouse was there. I think Moped Larry was there, I think. And, uh, you know, like some of the, the old school, like big East Coast guys were yeah. there at that auction, like grabbing shit up. I know Chris from Moped Warehouse had a bunch of that stuff. Yeah. Um, Moped Larry, like, and you hear like Tommy Buzzard still like cursing you guys like they came in my fucking town and got all the goddamn mopeds and he wasn't even a mopeds at that point but like yeah it, i mean that that's a story that gets kicked around every couple of years the the great auction of columbia south carolina dude that's fucking awesome though so they grabbed a bunch of these bikes and brought them back and there was like you know like i said like fucking like derbies like fucking six derbies like you know whatever they got and it was like they spent like together they all put their money together and spent like 300 bucks and came back with like you know i don't know 12, 15 17 bikes or, or something Jesus. like that you know and yeah like, yeah dude just stupid and, uh, cheap so they would go and they would like you know pat would be like i'm cleaning the carburetor you know it didn't work if it didn't have spark there they didn't know what to do with it so they just kind of <laughs> threw it in a parts pile and this parts pile is just like bikes you know been sitting outside mm-hmm. and then they had like the nicer stuff in the basement and this was a neighborhood in richmond in uh, jackson ward where all these guys lived um so there was um a pile of like ones that were in better shape in the basement but all these parts bikes in the backyard and they were like derby uh variant sports and all sorts of stuff and then like i befriended this homeless romanian immigrant i let him like stay at my house because we lived in this crazy show punk house or whatever and i was a part of this like anarchist book uh bookstore collective or something and somebody was Mm -hmm. like hey there's this this guy in town and the, the shelter won't accept him because he doesn't have, you know, I don't know if there's some issue. And I was like, yeah, he can come stay at my house. We had a show that night and he was really funny and he like helped us clean up after the show. And he was just a fucking hilarious old guy. Yeah. And um, befriended this guy. And then that was the guy that like, you know, fixes stuff because in Romania, you don't buy new stuff. You fix the old stuff that's laying around. Um, right on. So he showed us how to, fix to check for spark and you know fix spark so he was like an integral part of the crew you know as far as like he was just like a cool dude that hung out with us but showed us like the missing part of the puzzle and we had you know we got all these other bikes up and running because this guy was helping us and then you know we got him a bike or he got his own bike or something and he like rode rode with us hard and he was a hell Satan for a while yeah Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, just everybody needs, even in the early days, it sounds like everybody needed that mentor to like, hey, this is how you clean points. This is how you set a point gap. This is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Dude, that's that was fucking rad. So like when you guys are riding in the early days, like how, what would you do just ride around town or would you have like now it's become very formulaic where like, oh, we're going to meet up on Thursday and we're going to ride to this restaurant or this bar. Or did you guys have ride nights? Like kind of give me some of that early days of mopeds for you. Or was it just like, oh, I'm going to go ride around, stir up some shit. Yeah, the early, like uh, if I remember correctly, the early days, it it wasn't structured like that. We were just like hanging out. We were just like, oh, let's go to James' house and go, you know, we're going to Mark's house and we're just like riding over there and just like, have all the bikes we're out on the sidewalk and we're all just hanging out sitting on the concrete like you know putting a chain together like you know mostly it was just like tinkering on the sidewalk and like drinking beers and you know whatever and then we'd like eventually all go on a ride or something but it wasn't like thursday rides at this place at this time it was just like we were just like dicking around and they were like let's go for a cruise yeah 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 so then let me ask you this what was the first time you had heard of moped army i mean i know you guys you guys are like skater punk rock is and like granted i was never a skater but like i was into the whole kind of i still am to my heart but like punk rock like basement shows like smoking weed getting fucked up i love that shit so like yeah um how did you guys kind of get more formal if you will i don't remember exactly how that happened as far as like the as far as moped army is concerned but 
I remember being like, oh my God, there's other people doing this. You know, like I thought that it was just our funny little thing or whatever. Like I didn't mm-hmm. realize there was people, other people doing the same thing. And I don't know. I don't know if they knew either. And we all kind of found out together. Or I, I think it's that. I think that we were all just like, oh my God, look, there's other people doing this too. That's crazy. You know? And that's kind of what I keep hearing from like old guard. Like I, I got lucky enough to go to the mosquito fleets um, rally this past year. And kind of the word I heard was like, they were out there doing their thing. And then they found out people in Kalamazoo are doing it. It's like, what the fuck? Like, it sounded like, yeah, that first gen, everybody kind of started within the first 18 months of each other, which is kind of hilarious to me. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was weird. So you, you're hanging around, um, you're, you're in, you're doing your thing in Richmond. When was the first time you heard about like rallies? Cause like, that's kind of the big like thing now, at least for mopeds, like we all get together, we go to different cities and a, I think, I don't know where I heard it. Somebody once said to me, like, if you want to really see a city, go on a moped. Cause you're going to see shit you'll never see otherwise. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if I have a, um, answer to that specific question is when I first heard of about rallies but I can say that I think the first time that I or we went to rallies maybe Pat and somebody went to a rally before but the first rally I remember that we all kind of went to as like a group or whatever I think was the um, Kalamazoo rally I don't remember when that was 2003 or four some shit like that Um, yeah yeah and uh, Chad Burke was there and um I just went, Chad Burke, I don't know if you have heard much of him, but like he just got his own place. I was just at the last building gather. Um, that was such, it was a fun event. 77 is now a coffee shop. I got to use the bathroom there, which was kind of cool. That's funny. Um, so we, I think we went to Kalamazoo before we had a rally, I think. Um, but that was pretty wild going up there. Um, we had like, I forgot where we got this passenger van and we had this 20 foot trailer. We were trailing bikes behind. Um, I took a turn driving and got pulled over (laughs) and my license was suspended and they took me to jail. Oh no, dude. I'm sorry. And, uh, they, um, there was this uh, guy with us, Mike, Michael, and um, he was kind of like hanging around us. Like, I don't want to, we didn't do prospects. Like, I think that's kind of lame or whatever. Like we're not hazing people. We're not a fucking frat, you know, but there was a guy that was like, wanted to like, you know, hang out with us and he was hanging out with us and, uh, you know, going to this rally with us and stuff. He's a cool dude. And uh, I went to, um, I didn't actually like, I went to like the precinct. I didn't actually go to jail, but they were like, you know, writing me up and shit. And they're like, you got to like post bond or else we're, you're going to stay the night here and I'm going to miss this rally. (laughs) None of us had any money. It was like a thousand bucks or something like that. So like, and, um, so Mike, Michael was like, Oh, I got that or or whatever. And we're like, all right, you know, like, you're responsible yeah yeah. (laughs) if you do this solid or whatever then like you're a shoe in you you know you're you're a fucking hell satan now or whatever you know something stupid like that you know well you showed he had your back dude i get it yeah yeah and that's you know it's cool i mean and it wasn't you know it wasn't like do this or you know whatever he just stepped up to the plate and it was cool because i didn't have to stay in fucking weird ass bumpfucked ohio jail cell for the weekend dude nobody wants to stay in ohio for the weekend huh I was just fucking with you. I was, I'm actually going to Ohio next in a couple of weeks, but like joking, nobody wants to stay in Ohio for a weekend. Right. Yeah. So we went to, um, the rally. We, um, that's where this, uh, there was a man that we, uh, called sweatpants boner for the rest of the weekend. I don't remember the story behind that, but, uh, we went <laughs> back, uh, on the way back, I had to like go back to this town and like, you know, go to a court date, you know, it just so happened that like, it was like, it followed, it falled on the day that it fell on the day that we were coming back from the rally. So nice. we went back to this town in Ohio and we stayed the night in this weird hotel. 
there was a um a brothel next door. Nice. We, <laughs> went, we went over there just to like check it out or whatever because it was like funny or something. And there was there was like a a ring of garlic around the door, and we were like, "Yo, these are some fucking like they got vampires up in here. What's going <laughs> on?" Crazy. And uh, we went to this uh bar. There was like court. It was like the it was like dollar pitchers or something stupid and there's a uh, free pool tables and there was like just this woman working the bar and her like seven-year-old kid running around that and sounds about like, right yeah there's a, a claw machine with dildos and pornos in it and shit it was like <laughs> it was fucking it was a weird scene and <laughs> that sounds went, like every ohio bar i've ever been to i mean yeah <laughs> and then i went to this court date and um you know showed them that I, my license was fine. I don't know what I did, but something. I showed him something, and they're like, "All right, you're cool to go," or whatever. And I yeah, think yeah. Michael got his point back or something. Well, that's good, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, but then yeah, we had. Um, I think we did a rally after that, or maybe we did one before that. I don't remember, but that was the only. That's the only rally I went to that wasn't our own rally. Which okay. I'm just talking about me personally, like. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that that was a a, a good time. What we was your I slept on a cot in the median in front of uh, one of their houses. I forgot what it was, but it was just like, <laughs> it was, it was weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kalamazoo is a town that you can definitely see. I cannot, I can understand why mopeds were a thing there. Cause I could see that being a fun town to ride mopeds in. Um, so you talk about your own rallies. What was that like the first time you guys threw our first time you can kind of remember throwing one. Or don't you remember you had such a fun time? <laughs> I don't fucking remember. <laughs> Dude, that's all right. I just it was remember, a long like, time ago, dude. I get it. Like I remember bits and pieces of our rallies, and I don't remember when they were, when when what happened at one what rally or whatever. I just remember like I just remember seeing that one rally video that everybody's still envious of. You guys ride the moped into the river off that yeah. ramp. Who was that? And like how did that all come to be? The I think it was southbound and drowned or something. Yeah, so I wasn't, I think uh, I wasn't a part of the organizing of that little stunt, but that was our good friend Evan, who um, was a BMX guy for most of his life and, um, you know, got a moped and was just down to do like rad shit no matter what. Like, it didn't matter if it was a bicycle, skateboard, surfboard, motorcycle. Like, it was like if something was cool and fun, he was on top of it, you know. Um, but he, um, yeah, they tied, uh, they they had him do a fucking backflip off of this pier. And they tied a, a rope and a buoy to this moped. And it fucking, you know, <laughs> they fucking, <laughs> when he did the flip into the river, uh, I remember Hippie had to go down and fucking, you know, dive down and grab the rope and pull it back to shore. And they like, <laughs> they rode it after that. I'm not saying like they rode it home, but I'm saying no. they took it back and like, drained it out and put gas in it and it was good to, good to go again <laughs> that's hilarious i could see knowing my luck if i do something like that chance i'd like this the knot would come loose or some shit and like oh uh, there's a moped in the river now because yeah um yeah so you talk about throwing your rallies and just kind of wild stuff about that like um we talked about a few things that you're like possibly involved with the the documentary um, do you want to talk about some of that stuff like the documentary and the TV show? Yeah, because there's that, whatever. Uh, or like anything you want to talk about. Like, I remember seeing that the first time I saw anything Hell Satan's was hating since 2003 or something like that. And like, I, I always have a grain of n- not BS, like, I never believe anything I see, but like, you guys. To me, you guys made pet, mopeds seem cool, and that's why it was really awesome to have you on this. Like, because I saw that within my first few months of being into the moped scene. Um, how did that all come about? That whole doc, the first documentary before the TV show. Well, there was two. There was like, there's some. I forgot who it was. Uh, somebody did a documentary with like Super Eight. Is black and white, um, and that has that guy Costine in it that I'm talking about the Romanian immigrant that guy he was um he, he's like interviewed in it and like you could see what he's all about in that uh documentary but then there's the mockumentary which is like 
you know, a more, it's like later on, like that was really early. The first one I'm talking about that was black and white. That was like, you know, I don't know, an earlier one. Yeah. yeah. This one, was, this one was later. And um, this guy just like, you know, I don't know, like people, he contacted Pat somehow. I don't remember, I think Pat and uh, I don't remember exactly, you know, what happened, but this, he was like, Hey, this guy wants to come up and like video us like doing dumb shit you know like, <laughs> all right yeah that's weird but sure okay you know and the guy comes up and like we're kind of like hazing him a bit you know like yeah i'm just seeing like, if he's full yeah 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 like poking at him and sit shit and seeing like you know seeing what this guy's all about that he's a fucking douchebag we're kicking him to the curb and he was a douchebag sometimes and we were a little aggressive with him but um like to start off with you know to be like yo is this guy fucking cool or is he a fucking asshole or you know and we eventually like we're like all right this guy's like cool enough you know what i mean so um we let him hang out with us and you know took some footage and he was like oh yeah i'm gonna do a pilot episode for a tv show and then you know talk to all these networks and we're like they're like all right you know that's weird or like i'm not really a tv show but like it was like a pay you know it was a paying gig and we were were like fuck yeah dude we were all (laughs) we're all like slackers and shit. So we're like making some easy money was cool. Like someone paying you to hang out with your friends. Yeah. And do stuff you're doing anyways and ride mopeds. Yeah, dude, I do this shit for free every day. (laughs) Oh yeah. That was appealing. We were like, yeah, give us money to do fucking what we do anyway. Like we didn't, we we weren't really like, Oh yeah, we're going to be on TV. Like we didn't give a fuck about that. We just wanted some, like some easy cash, right? Yeah. You want money. (laughs) the The guy comes and films some stuff for a while. And then, you know, goes back and he says like, oh, these people, you know, he was having a hard time or something. I don't know what the fuck the story was, but it didn't pan out that he made a pilot episode and he was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to make a short film out of this and I'm going to shop it around the indie film uh, circuit, you know, okay, like, you know, Sundance or whatever, you know, and he like took it to a bunch of places. I think he flew out Pat and somebody else to one of the premieres or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, that thing was cool it was pretty funny he like took he's pretty good at what he does i mean he did like uh some mtv stuff you know like real true life or whatever and mm-hmm. um he, he takes like real footage like he was just like filming us doing what we were doing and then he like made a story out of it and then would come like he was like putting it together and like would revisit us and be like all right now say this or whatever like he would mm-hmm. just like make like we would do like it was 90% like real shit, you know, and then just mm-hmm. occasionally he'd be like, all right, so what, what does this make you feel like or whatever, you know, he would just like kind of make you say stuff sometimes. Yeah, and Jedi then, mind trick you into saying what you, he needed. And then he'd put it together and it's this whole fucking story and you're like, whoa, this guy's good, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Was- no, like I said, like I knew. I had a feeling it wasn't because, like, I this is before I knew anybody about anything. I had a feeling it was some of it was kind of bullshit, but it was still like mopeds. And like when I'm into something, like I want to see, I want to absorb anything I can. And there's not, especially like there's not a lot of like moped content out there now. Like just story stuff. I mean, I fell in love with Moped Monday and then like I started doing my thing. And then like, there's a few other YouTubers doing instructional videos, but like Travis tutorial, like he did his, uh, pinball three, uh, documentary, which I fucking loved. Like I watch it probably once a month now, even though like I've done pin, I've done Baker's dozen, which is now, which is what pinball turned into. Like I've done it, but like, I love moped content. So like, I still, I'll still go on, um, Tebow or whatever it is and watch your guys's show. Like, do you want to talk about how like that show even came about? Cause it, there was a, there was a, a time in between, wasn't there between like the guy filming all that doc, like kind of mockumentary stuff in the TV show. Yeah. He, um, after he shopped around the circuit or whatever, like we didn't hear from him for a while. And then, I don't know, a year or two or some shit. And then he like came back and was like, all right, I got, now we're doing a TV show. And we're like, what? You know, he like, I don't remember what, something changed or something happened. He was like, yeah, I got this network that's paying for it now or whatever. And we're like, mm-hmm. okay. And he's like, yeah, we're going to, you know, you got to sign this contract and we're going to do, we're going to film this, like, you know, and you're going to get paid this per episode. And 
we're like, okay, cool. We'll do that, I guess. <laughs> and, um, and he just filmed us like hanging out, but then like, he would like make little activities for us sometimes to like tie in stuff, you know, but like, it's, it's really weird how like some of that stuff is like, is real shit. Like there was me like meeting my later to be girlfriend on the show you know mm -hmm. like we were just started we met during the filming of the show we started like hanging out or like liking each other during the show and that was all happening on the film and it was so weird to be like is this to decipher between reality and like what was on the fucking you know it was just so weird you know to yeah be like this is unfolding on while we're being filmed you know it's like that's interesting yeah. Cause like I thought, like watching the show, I figured you two were a couple already. Like I thought you guys kind of walked into it. Like so that hmm, that's yeah, just interesting. Yeah, and then uh, we did. I don't know. We filmed. We did like nine episodes. He flew us all to for like the season finale. Flew us all to uh, Puerto Rico. And you mean Pat? Did Pat didn't finance that with his credit card. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> we had stayed in this like real world ass fucking house and it was, we just got into some fucking wild shit. <laughs> I don't remember is, um, hippie jumping off the roof with a skateboard in the episode. Oh geez. Yeah, dude. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. It's been, I, I usually watch like when I watch it, dude, I watch like the first two or three episodes to be honest with you. And then like, cause the credit card thing, the last couple just seemed a little too, fake if you will for me like yeah 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 no the, yeah it was cool you know but yeah but do? no dude that's fucking rad no like at this time you know i hear scuttlebutt this that or the other thing but i'd like to kind of hear from you like were you still into mopeds at the time of filming because like some people will say oh the hell Satans weren't even really a thing anymore when it was going on blah 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 like were you still doing your thing or because like how much I, I guess I kind of lead. I asked five questions to get to one, one question. I'm sorry about that chance. Um, where were, let me ask you, where were you with mopeds at that point in the duck in the TV show? Um, well, I was living in Philadelphia at, at the time. Um, I definitely had, and I was riding mopeds around, but when I, in Virginia, you just need, to be 16 years old to drive a moped mm -hmm. no license no insurance no registration no you know no no fucking nothing you just had to be 16 years old right and i'm like cool you know they were cheap and they were easy you didn't have to like i didn't have to pay for insurance or nothing like it was perfect it was like a bicycle you know mm -hmm. like as far as like the legality is concerned but then i moved to philadelphia and you're supposed to have it registered you're supposed to have a plate it's supposed to be insured you know it's like all this stuff i'm like damn it's like a motorcycle like if I'm going to like, and I would ride around without plates and stuff and cops would pull me over and they'd be like, Hey, is that like, are you supposed to be doing that? And I'm like, yeah, man, it's, it's a, it's a 49 CC moped. It's like, and they're like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like <laughs> I start telling them some jargon and they're like, I don't know. I don't care what that is. Just get out of here. You know? Yeah. yeah. And that happened so many times. And I was just like, man, I'm sick of like having to talk to these fucking pigs, you know? I'm like, fuck, I just don't even want to deal with it. You know? So I was like, well, if I'm going to like have to, do all this stuff and pay all this money and shit and like register. It was like, I'm going to like, I'm going to do that with a motorcycle. So I got like a, a 1975 Yamaha DT 250 Enduro. You know, I got like this old school nice. ass fucking yeah. Enduro that I pulled out of a swamp in Jersey, you know, and I was like, I'm going to fix this thing up. So I was, uh, I definitely, I had like 50 in the backyard at one point and you know, I was riding them around, but then, like I said, I was like kind of like getting less excited with them. And then I kind of like shifted onto like these old school Enduros I thought were really cool at the time yeah. because, I'm, because I'm talking about transitioning with the, uh, you know, it having to pay for things. And like, I'm like, fuck, if I, if I got to do that, I might as well do this. And so I was kind of transitioning there. Uh, and then one didn't. Like I, you know, I didn't like stop fucking with mopeds. I just like no. added some added something to the repertoire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, I get it, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like a lot of people, oh, yeah. like 
you go to rallies now, you see half of like not half, but like there's a smattering of shifty bikes now, even yeah. you know old enduros and like dude, fucking whatever you want to ride, I don't care. It's I always, rad. I hated that. I hated going to a rally or something, and there'd be a guy on a, on like a small motorcycle. I'm just like, get the fuck out of here, you know. <laughs> but think about <laughs> this. Like, I don't feel that way now. I'm like, yeah. whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, but at the time, I was like, man, that ain't a fucking moped, you know. Like, you better go slow, you know. <laughs> if you're not going slow, then you're not supposed to be on this ride. I don't know, you know. I was no, I weird. get it. Like whatever, but yeah, in the show, I'm riding a uh, NS50, a shift 50, you know, a shifty 50 or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Like, um, I have had mopeds. I just that was the bike I was like rocking at the time, so. I, that's the one I was had in the show, and I still mm-hmm. I still have a bunch of fucking mopeds, but not like I used to. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, dude. Like for for me, I'll go on. I'll even go on like scooter rides and stuff like that with like the big like two fifty scooters and stuff like that. And like I'll bring out my fast Hobbit that does sixty five, and I'll be like, try to keep up. Like, but I still, yeah, I'm I'm that idiot. They'll go sixty five on a Hobbit, um, but. I still love my freaking just, you know, stock bike. I, I try to always keep a stock bike around just to ride to the coffee shop. I think it's, I think it is still a weird pleasure I have, but if I want to get across town, I, I'm going to jump on some, a 70 kit bike somewhere. Um, so that you kind of led me into it. Like, where are you now? Are you riding mopeds still? Are you just kind of on motorcycles or where are you at with them now, man? Dude, it's just it's snowballed. Um, I like have like a fucking full dresser Harley now. I mean, I don't really ride the fucker, but it's not like I'm not a Harley guy, you know. But like, I just ended up with some. I have some now. Um, and so like, I have uh like, I don't know, a, a handful of old two stroke street bikes, mm-hmm. and um. I have some Enduros. I have some dirt bikes. I have a couple Harleys. Um, my daily is like a Harley FXR. And um, I have an 82 Suzuki GS850, which I've been riding, was a daily for a long time. I love, I really like that bike. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah, I got the, this Harley FXR is like this bike that I'm riding the most right now. And I wrecked it earlier this year on the highway. It was oh, no. Crazy. How yeah. did you get banged up at all, dude? Yeah, um, nothing serious, but like I'm laying in the middle of an interstate, you know, with a bike <laughs> on top of me and I can't get up, you know, it was, yeah. it was, it was a little wild, but, um, no, I fucked my, I mean, I, yeah, I was like hurting and I was in pain and my foot was fucked up, but it all fucking subsided except for my foot. And I was like, what the fuck? I should go get this x-ray because I didn't go to the hospital or nothing. Oh no. And then I went to, um urgent care like three days later and they're like yeah it's not broke so it just kind of like healed on its own <laughs> fine oh dude you got lucky then yeah the bike was fucked though but i, <laughs> I it's fixed yeah no i was you don't know anything about me and like uh, now the rest of the audience can kind of tune out like i was almost killed on a moped about four years ago uh shattered yeah. femur torn aorta in the heart collapsed lung like, uh, yeah dude like yeah like I tell people like anybody in the medical field and like my sister's brother-in-law is an EMT tech and he was telling her, he's like, how is your brother still alive is a miracle on its own. Right. Because people don't just tear in aorta. Like that's the big one that goes to your heart. Like, and I'm still riding bikes, dude. Like I love, like for me, I just, I used to race go-karts all over the country. And like, for some reason, like that power to weight ratio on a, on a Hobbit, dude, I just, there's nothing like it. Like I just mopeds just make me so fucking happy. Like, yeah. I don't know. And I did, um, I did Baker's dozen last year and the route was uh North Platte, Nebraska to Portland, Oregon. And I ended up getting fourth. I, I don't even know how many hours on the seat I had. I, I was a solo rider. I had a chase follow me. I love my chase driver Colby. We're doing it again next year, but like I was like 40 some hours riding in nine days or seven days but like it's it's nuts dude i fucking i I just love mopeds and i love knowing the history about it and getting to know like getting the chance to chit chat with you um talking about the early days of mopeds just makes me happy 
Yeah, but that's not the early days were the seventies, yo. Well, I mean, <laughs> I know what you're saying they had like a modern, yeah, a modern the modern uh, early days. Like the guy who actually, the guy who actually got me, got my bikes running because uh, they were left up at my family's cabin, and my mom sold it, and then they ended up in my garage. Uh, he was he's like a big brother to me. He's like 20 years older than me. Um, we got him going, and he was into mopeds back in the heyday of them in the like late 80s or early 80s. And he's like, dude, he goes, everybody rode mopeds to high school. He goes, man, half the lot was mopeds. Like everybody yeah. rode them. Yeah, that's the shit. Yeah, yeah. And that was before speed mod. That was before any of the mod treat before 77 or treatland or anybody came around like he goes well, that was when we were porting all the shit ourselves and all that stuff yeah yeah but yeah, um, we were like up jetting and like de-restricting air boxes and mm-hmm. boring out intakes and like that was like the kind of shit we did or like find a motor that had a yeah I don't know yeah. We just we didn't we didn't where we weren't like bolting on parts. We were just like Frankensteining different bikes together and shit. And I you mean, guys, people, of course, people still do that. I'm just saying that that was like it was cool to like you know learn all that stuff. It's like it's what introduced me into like understanding mechanics and how things work together and like how you know what I know today is because of that stuff that I learned then. It's like you know it helped formulate my brain to think in a manner of like how things relate to each other, you know? And it's like, that's some good shit. I love that, you know, cause I didn't have anybody like teaching me stuff when I was a kid, you know, like I grew up in front of a television set, you know? So I didn't really like know anything or learn anything, you know, mm-hmm. worthwhile, but getting into mopeds taught me, you know, it taught me some, sh- some shit that I still have today and I'm thankful for it, you know? And let me ask you this. How did you get the name Chance? That's my name. Is that your name, dude? That's fucking like the coolest name ever. I thought that was a nickname. Like, seriously, that's fucking rad, dude. No, that's my real name. Oh, shit. (laughs) I thought like I thought it was, you know, like somebody's called Lucky or something like that. Like, dude, that's fucking rad. Like, um, no. Then, like I said, like, I'm very glad you got back to me um i'm very happy that you're on the show so do you have any mopeds left that's the question yeah yeah sure i have um i built a little loft in my shop where i've retired about five or six of them there was like my first custom bike that i built like painted and shit you know like made it look real fucking cool like i like that one a lot that one's up there i have this uh what is it it's the maxi. Um, okay. I got like this maxi for like, I was working at a scooter shop and somebody brought in this moped to get fixed. And then like, I don't know, the kid never picked it up or something like that. It sat there for a while and then I ended up with it. And then like, I just stripped it down and customized it and painted it. And it's hanging up in a fucking loft in my shop now. And I had um, a maxi that I pulled out. Oh my God. That's a funny story. Um, a maxi that I pulled out of uh, the woods, basically. And um, <laughs> it's just like, it looks like it's one complete fucking piece of rust. You know, it's crazy. But it's got like a new rebuilt motor with kit and all that shit on there. Like it runs great, but it looks like it came out of the swamp. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. And I got a, a Cobra that came from Moped Larry's. Um, we bought four or five Cobras that were from the... Um, like moped, I don't know how exactly how this came about. Moped Larry got word of the the sh- local Shriners were selling some Cobras mm-hmm. or something, and let Pat know or something, and then <laughs> they all went up there and bought these Cobras and brought four or five Cobras back to Richmond. And they have the guys uh, like you know those old school label label makers that were like red tape with the you know you yeah. push a button and a gun and it would push the letter through the tape. Yeah, so yeah. It had, had like frank on one of them and george on another (laughs) and um so uh anyways i ended up with one of those and i have that up on the fucking shelf and dude that's right 
have you been following the not mean to interrupt you but have you been following the market for cobras right now like prices not really um dude they're getting like 1200 bucks for them yeah but that doesn't even sound that crazy to me right now i mean a year ago i might have been like oh man but like I haven't been paying attention to Moped World really, like in the last however long. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I love going to Legion rallies, you know, but that's about the extent of it. Legion, you know, the Philly Moped crew. Um, yeah, yeah, love Banks and the boys. Um, yeah, that's always a fucking great time over there. But like, other than that, I'm not really paying attention to like what stuff's going for, or yeah. what stuff for sale, or whatever. But like uh yeah i saw like i've seen that the mopeds you know used to be like a good running moped that was like 500 bucks mm-hmm. like three to 500 bucks when back in my day you know are now like a thousand bucks and mm-hmm. bucks. you know not even a cobra like a regular maxi or something yeah. you know something that was like just in good shape you know so anyways uh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's sorry for it sounds like a lot but it's you know i'm not surprised by that really yeah um but let's let's keep going through your list of mopeds dude that you still have because i still dig it oh yeah i don't know we don't need to we don't need to go through the list i got uh that's fine there's um a general five star which was like my first cool moped Mm -hmm. that i liked a lot i mean i had one before that but it got stolen but that was like i don't know my first moped that i was like fucking attached to that was really cool i still had that thing and um, there's something else up yeah. there. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Getting a, old, forgetting what bikes. you have, dude. Happens yeah. to me all the time. There's like 17 or 18 bikes in that shop, and I'm, it's hard to remember what the fuck is in there. But I bought a Pinto recently, which is the first time I bought a bike in a while. I've had probably over 300 mopeds. Oh, Jesus, dude, that's awesome. Um. But yeah, I bought a Pinto recently, which was cool. I got it for like a hundred bucks, which is like yeah. old old timey prices, you know. That that's where I'm at. Like, I'm not buying a bike unless it's stupid cheap because I have too many bikes the way it is. Like, I have like seven, and only three of them are running, so I don't need to buy any more bikes. I figure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So did, let me ask you this, like. Did you make it to the Legion rally last year? Like, when was the last time you actually were you out? Have you been out riding? I mean, obviously it's winter, but do you still get out on a moped every once in a while? No, I don't. Oh, dude, that's all right. I, like you said, you're doing the Harley thing, and that's dude. Whatever you are, your enduros or whatever, whatever you ride, dude. Yeah, I. I bring my um. I go to like I'm in a a van club, and yeah. uh, we you know host this event um and i go to other band club events mm-hmm. and i usually bring my moped out to those things and like rip around the campgrounds and stuff on that you know what i mean but like as far as like dicking around in the city like you know having fun like i used to on a moped i don't really i don't really do that anymore um right, right on dude i got the need for speed i guess <laughs> yeah yeah L- listen to you like you're into mopeds before everybody and you're into vans like just cool cat dude like i um yeah i'm thinking of like 15 other projects i got going on now that we're talking about like all the stuff in everybody's garages um so um what did you think that the hell satans retired last year or did you even not really pay attention to that? Like, no, dude, if that, like you said, you're not in the moped world anymore, dude. And there's nothing wrong with that. I get it. Dude, like, that, that only exists on a website. You know what I mean? Like, I don't go to the website. It's like, because it's not real. I mean, it's cool that it's there and people mm-hmm. utilize it. And it's helpful for people. You know what I mean? But it's not re- relevant to me and, and, you know, what's going on in my life and, so I don't really know what that is or even that it was retired or whatever, which is yeah. fine. It's cool, you know, whatever. But yeah, I was unaware and it doesn't really mean anything to me. Yeah. No, I get it, dude. Like, yeah, it was a part of your, yeah. Um, no, nah, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what are, what's your, um, are you able to ride your, any bikes anymore? Is your ankle fine? 
like what i'm just kind of wondering what you're what you, if you got any plans to any great adventures for 2023 fuck no no i have a um no i don't have any plans i should, definitely should have plans but yeah i mean I, I have a campsite and we ride dirt bikes out there it's on 8500 acres of dirt bike trails hell so yeah like, dude me and a few guys in the van club have campsites out in central PA and we ride dirt bikes like on the weekends in the summer when we can. Uh, but as far as like bike trips or something, I don't have any plan, but I should. Um, yeah. but I, I ride, I work, I ride every single day. So um, can ride. Every single day that it's not raining well, um, yeah. or like fucking cold out, but I'm saying when the weather permits, <laughs> like I ride every, every day. Good. One one way or another, you know. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I can't think enough. Yo, no, who that? Everybody, everybody, everybody getting at me now. It's uh, I love it. Whenever I'm on the damn show, man, everybody starts hitting me up. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Kelly from Smug Squad and Eric from QCB just hit me up all at the same time. I must have had, had a dead spot. Um. But yeah, dude, I can't thank you enough for agreeing to come on my show. Uh, if you ever find your way in Minnesota or ever want to, I'll throw you on a dirty hobbit. We'll fucking ride all over Minneapolis, St. Paul. It's a little bit like Richmond, only better. Like I think, at least. Um, it's that's it's tall, just that's a tall order to fill, dude. Any times I've ridden both cities, like I think I love Richmond. I love the people in Richmond, but for riding. Like I'll show you, I'll show you some roads. Like I don't know, dude, it's pretty fucking rad. All um, right. Yeah, yeah. If you ever find your way in Minnesota, dude, hit me up. I'll you got a place to stay. Um, and don't forget, Chance. As we wrap this up, don't forget, mopeds are dumb. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, dude. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah. See ya.